Hello and welcome to the second episode of this semester of Where's the News? We are so glad you could join us today to talk sports, arts, and entertainment, and of course, news. Fellas, how we doing this week? Garrett, let's start with you. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm not feeling too great. I'm exhausted in all honesty. Garrett, I feel like nine times out of ten, you're exhausted on this show. Well, yeah, but this semester I'm running down to Pittsburgh. I'm running back up here. Garrett's a busy man this time, guys. I'm program director of RMU Radio. Listen to RMU Radio if you're not doing that right now. I was going to say, if they're listening to this, chances are they're listening to some version I'm of I'm the RMU president Radio. of that club, and I've made Nick is in charge of all of our financials, and we nominated him to be president as a joke because we didn't realize there were actual responsibilities to go with that. Yeah. I set the budget. Do I have to, like, arrange the first meeting now? Yeah. Oh, like, no one's going to be like, hey, we're having a meeting. I have to, like, go, oh, right, we need a meeting. Yeah, that's technically you. Okay, we can do that. How's next week sound? That <laughs> uh, sounds okay. Well, I'm busy next week, so it looks like February. <laughs> Nick's calendar is packed for the next I literally, months. last night was the first night I've slept over four hours all week. What are you doing? Well, Monday night, the incident happened. Oh, uh, that's right, yes. Tuesday night, I don't even remember. I had class all day, and then I was up late getting ready for Wednesday because Wednesday was the first episode of Sports Talk in the Berg, and my podcast, Stranded, happened last night as well, and no class. So I was literally up till like 2. Really didn't fall asleep for a while, though, so God knows how long I was up. Then last night, I just didn't have time to go to bed until really late because I was just up doing so many things, and then today I'm up, and I'm it's really just hitting me now, and it's it's bad. It's all flowing back to you. But that's all right. Um, I mean, uh, where's the news is kind of running radio right now. It just occurred to me. Oh, boy. Oh, where's well, the that, news That's a hefty claim. Taking over the Senate. We are the Senate. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, it's more... We're just we're, we're just a bunch of guys having fun, and I feel like just you, a couple of boys. I feel I feel like you listeners at home, you, you get we're, we're we're just some boys, just hanging out on a Thursday. Our last night. episode, you know, isn't <laughs> even out yet, but I think it was our best one. So yeah, yeah. If you listen to these back to back, kudos to you if they're ever. I'd uploaded. like to explain to our listeners why that isn't out yet. Because well, now John... it's out. It's out now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it is, it is out, out now. It, it literally, we had a week, and it, it wasn't up yet. There's, now... there's a little bit of a delay. We, we had some people going, wait, where's where's the news? Where's where's? Where's where's? Who said that? Who was asking where's, where's the news was? Besides us. I can guarantee your mom asked. No, she didn't even bother me about it. Not the... bother me, per se. She doesn't bother me, but she didn't even, like, ask This is Blinn. You should have asked him. <laughs> keep, keep him updated. It keeps me on track, too. <laughs> Um, but I was trying to teach John how to edit the podcast so that we could have a little bit more speed in getting stuff out because this semester I'm doing a lot. As am I. And he said, okay, let's do it Sunday night. Sunday night rolls around. He walks in the room and goes, I don't want to do it tonight. <laughs> Never really gave me an adequate excuse. John Blint really came into my room and was just like, I told Garrett that he could show me how to edit podcasts tonight, but I don't feel like doing it. And I wasn't going to complain. Well, Garrett was like, it's cool, we'll just do it another time. Well, no, that was Monday night. Because Monday night, it's 7 o'clock, I had been sitting in there for... No, Sunday night, you were like, it's cool, we'll do it tomorrow night. And then Monday what did, night... What just... was the day Garrett was all depressed and was like, I've been alone for nine hours. Oh, that, was, that was today and yesterday and the day before. And probably last week when we recorded the podcast. Wow. Probably the first day we recorded the podcast as well. 
like ever. That's uh, that's deep. Probably his first birthday. Let's move on to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of being harassed. God. It's John's fault the podcast blows it out. Oh, you can't blame me. We're moving to Amy. So, here's here here we are. Annie is having another slow week. We have some more like not as happy or as debate heavy really topics. It's still January. Monday was the day in question that Garrett was alone, but at last. I'm always alone. <laughs> oh, <my> oh man, <laughs> Garrett! No, you have. Where's the news? To no, fill the this void is one of those podcasts. We're, we're, <laughs> we're on be... a sad track already. Let's go straight to Aussie. Oh, oh man. man, you hate to see it. My, you my, know, what? my passion in life, Aussie Osborne. Your passion in life. The reason he gets out of bed. The man who can sing the most powerful ballads and can also go, just like whine into a microphone, and you'll still listen. Ozzy Osbourne has come out and said that he has Parkinson's disease. We knew he was having some medical trouble in the past. I think I even mentioned it on this podcast. He's been having medical trouble forever because he just hated his body, I guess. Well, no, that's different. He had a couple of medical run-ins in the past. I wonder why. It's not like he pumped himself full of drugs. I talked about it on Colonial Rock Radio a couple times. He had to cancel some tours, but he came out and said that he has Parkinson's, which is a very serious disease. Yeah. So it, seeing a little bit of that clarity is kind of depressing. We so, talked about, like, artists, you know, not doing well, and there's one not doing well. I I think the main question here is, is Ozzy done touring as a result of this? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, I just looked it up, and according to the headline for CBS News reads, Ozzy Osbourne reveals Parkinson's disease diagnosis, quote, I ain't going to go anywhere yet. Um, so apparently he's still going to be doing his thing, but, I mean, Parkinson's is wicked. So I'm curious to see if he continues to do his touring and performing. Or if eventually, you know, as it gets worse, maybe he's like, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if I can do this anymore. I think like all artists, eventually one day he's just going to go, listen, I'm getting too old for this tour. But he also has a new album coming out. Under the graveyard. Well, have you heard a song with Elton John? Yeah, the B-side do, I guess. What? Why, that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> is essentially Him and Elton John like. did a song? Yeah. When? He released it, uh, when was that, like two weeks ago, like right at the beginning of the semester? That's kind of awesome. How have I Ozzy's missed this? also a Grammy presenter, I'm reading. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, he's Ozzy gonna... Osbourne to present at 2020 Grammys after sharing Parkinson's diagnosis. You know, he's going to be the one who awards the rock category, and they're going to give, give rock... Give it to Imagine Dragons? No, they're going to they're gonna give it to Post, and that's why they got Ozzy there. Oh, boy. Because they're going to go, and now performing for you is me and Post Malone. We're doing, uh, what's that song called again? Take what you want. Take what me. you want from me. Why'd you name it that? 
I would call it ah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but it's bringing Garrett, like Garrett so much joy. I know. Uh, nothing brings Garrett joy the way Ozzy does, and even except even for Metallica. Better. Yeah, oh, Garrett. Loves oh, yeah, Metallica. I just love Metallica. I've got to say, uh, Ozzy's kind of become a part of the Where's the News culture. Yeah, he's really sort of a main topic on this show. Nothing wrong with that. What a guy. Speaking of guys that we're going to be missing. This is a sad A&E segment. Mr. Peanut. Can we address that they went and made the whole Twitter the estate <laughs> of Mr. Peanut? It's a wild ride. You know it's a wild ride whenever your advertising-like scheme is killing off your mascot. A and peanut. Then, and then Pornhub is tweeting about it. Yeah. Well, apparently it's a Super Bowl commercial. It's got to be. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Uh, it's gonna I be love a... the commercial. He just falls onto this vehicle, and you think he's fine for a second. And then in, like, the most cartoonish fashion you could think of, this vehicle just erupts. And it's like, oh, man. It, They're obviously doing, like, a Mrs. Peanut or something next, I think. No, it's going to be, like... I like to think it's they're going to have, like, a satanic ritual and bring him back. <laughs> like something just really obscure, not a replacement for him. They're just going <laughs> to summon him from the depths of no, hell where like he went. Roasted peanuts this time. <laughs> Is this as bold as the IHOP changing their name to IHOB for a little bit? Yes. Or it's, Is it's, this it's bold? far more bold, yeah. You think so? Oh, definitely. Dude, Mr. Peanut is dead right now, Nick. I know. I We've guess lost the life for I'm the sake sorry. of advertising. You can't tell me that's not this bold. This isn't what Chad Wortley envisioned. <laughs> Just it's the estate of Mr. I haven't seen Peanut. the ad yet, but the tweets are so grim. The Kool-Aid man tweeted, oh, yeah, frowny face. And they just comment on it, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, it's well done, but it's like, what are they possibly doing with this? I, the New Yorker has a comic about it where he's CNN on, he, was complaining about it. They're like, uh, they killed off Mr. Peanut for some reason. Well, the New Yorker has a, like, comic about it it's mr peanut split in half his eye is like across and it says the good news is he donated his body to peanut butter like there's people equal parts going this is a stupid ad and people going we can make so many memes out of this david auth one of century's uh, photographers and reporters been very vocal about his opinion on mr <laughs> peanut really what did he say uh, let, me, let me find a couple of his tweets because he, he was very just not pleased with it. Um, he said things such as, I can't repeat that one on the podcast. <laughs> David, uh, David McKenna, if you're listening, I'm on Twitter. David whom? David McKenna. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, if I'm you're sorry. listening. Hi, David. I'm on Twitter looking up the Mr. Peanut stuff and I just like stumbled up across your Twitter and you have two. So I need you to figure out which one you're sticking with. That's all. Oh, no, I saw a news story I don't want to talk about. But, yeah, the Mr. Peanut thing, we're going to see that become a Super Bowl ad. I'm kind of excited to talk about Super Bowl ads once they do start. If they're going to keep doing, like, viral marketing stunts, like killing off a character from 1914. John, are you okay? For listeners at home, his face just lit up and he is holding back joy. Uh, we'll, we'll never know. Oh, no. It's a Guy Fieri <laughs> meme. Oh, no. 
<laughs> it's Kermit the Frog with Guy Fieri hair. It's sunglasses. I don't Sip like that. From his official account, and he said, some of y'all have never been to Flavortown, but that's none of my business. Are we ready to What's move on? What's going on with Twitter? Jeez, oh man. Are we ready to move off Mr. No. Peanut? This segment is horrible. I can't move on from Mr. The Peanut. The final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars starts streaming on February 21st. Oh, yeah, that was a thing, too. Yeah, but that we'll talk about that whenever we get more around it. Cause, oh, okay. Right. I guess breaking news just doesn't matter on this show. <laughs> oh, no. it's Probably it's not because like it goes up old. three weeks later. But <laughs> I take offense to that. All right, so the next A&E topic. I brought three with me because they're all pretty quick. Okay. Um, there is a new gallery at Wheatley in the Wheatley Atrium. It is – no, it's not in the Atrium. It's in the Wheatley Gallery. I forget. I get the terms mixed up all the time. However, it is called Pixelberg. It's this cool little thing where you can control the lights and you design a pattern on your phone. You send it to the lights and it recreates it on giant plastic blocks We'll have some pictures up on the Sentry side of it, as well as some video of it, like, in motion. But it's actually really nice looking. From outside of Wheatley, you can see in the, like, top window, the they also have a ceiling fixture that you can change to the lights on. That's pretty cool. I didn't know the ceiling fixture was a thing. Yeah, they have it. It's hanging up at the top. You really see how big Wheatley as a building is with it. But... Uh, the tech, they have all the technology and how they did it up there on the walls but you can send it from your phone, listeners at home if you want to send something to the Pixelberg display just go on your phone look up the Pixelberg website it'll have, oh look I can uh, draw you can draw anything, please make it PG just just for me I didn't, get, I didn't give you any ideas so where did this come from, did students make this? Um, that is a... Is it a sequel to Pixels, uh, Pixels by Adam Sandler? While Garrett's looking for the answer of this, I just well, want to no, say... No, I just heard that comment and I got really angry for some oh, reason. Yeah, I thought you were looking for the answer. All I do is make Garrett upset. Adam Sandler it's said he didn't win an Oscar. In common. <laughs> making Garrett upset? No, making people upset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does she listen to this show even? When I show her, yeah. Ah, uh, nice. Thanks, Kayla. Shout out to Kayla. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to Kayla. Shout out? Shout out. out. What did you shoot at her? <laughs> Pixels? Oh, man, I didn't realize they didn't make it past overtime. Yeah, but if you want to learn more about the project, check out armycentralmedia.com. Uh, Wonderful. It's really nice looking. It's fun to play with. You go in there. I you talk about the website. Oh, what? I thought you were like, rvcentury.com, it's, it's nice looking. <laughs> uh, it's a very like, friendly place to go read. I like the rvcentury.com website. Okay, Kermit. Go to the arts and entertainment section. I'm going to be writing for arts and entertainment for a couple I articles. have been. Yeah. Sometimes. Where's that albums of the decade? Listen, it, what happened, happened. Do you want me to spike it? Anyways, moving on. Why don't we go to sports? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot going on in sports right now. A&E's just sad this week. Wait, before we move on from A&E, can we all place our bets on what's going to happen post-Mr. Peanut to death? Yeah. Let's start with Nick. Let's put stakes on the table here. What are the stakes? What I'm the... thinking a more diverse version of a mascot that is also a peanut. Okay. So a new peanut. Like Mrs. Peanut 
Mississippi. Okay, wait, wait. What are the stakes here? What is what is the one who gets closest to this win? A jar of planters peanuts bought by the other two. I like it. All right. So that's two jars. Yes. Okay. One each, or we can split it. Hopefully I like it's it. less than the ginger ale that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you guys follow our social media account, you can see we were disputing. That was all over uh, over how much a ginger ale at Sheets cost. It's a lot deeper than that. But that's all you're gonna get. But I will I will go on record and apologize to John Blinn because John was just busting my chops and I was very rude to him in return and I apologize to John, one of my best friends, for the manner in which I conducted myself on said day. John Blinn likes to antagonize people for yeah, the listeners I do like at antagonize home. Antagonize people. <laughs> he knows whatever people are stressed out and aren't willing to deal <laughs> with it, and he just goes off on a <laughs> rampage. It's never blown up on me. He did leave some good cookies in my apartment yesterday, let me tell you that. I need to go get those. Oh. I think oh. John just said he's coming over. He invited himself to your house. Just Not like the Ryan. first time, but I really don't care. I like John. Hey, the Hederick household is always an open door for me. Yeah, Garrett that. never comes. We like yeah. ask him to hang out. He's like, nah. I'm going to when bed. When did you ask me to hang out? I called you last Friday. When you called me last Friday, it was... I think last Friday. No, no I was... You, you were called in my me car. S- you called me Sunday. Yeah, you were in my car. You called me Sunday at like 11.59 at night. I had to be up at 7 a.m. Oh, for right. my internship. Okay, okay, I apologize. I forgot you had work. And you're like, Garrett, don't be a wimp. <laughs> Come up and hang out with us. And I'm like, no, I got to go to bed. And you're like, all right. <laughs> I guess if you have to go to bed. I got to give you a hard time, man. He did not sound like that. I probably did. He, I probably he, he exaggerated did. it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, let's move on to sport. Oh, wait. No, no we we're talking about the peanuts death. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm expecting, like, some Avengers Endgame-esque garbage where the, the two goons that he's with, that he wrecks the vehicle with, are going to go back in time and revive Mr. Peanut. Or, I don't know, because clearly Mr. Peanut has to change now because they're advertising something new. So Mr. Peanut's going to come back. They're going to bring him, bring him back to life. Some sort of resurrection, not a replacement. So that's my bet. Yours is resurrection. Yours is diversify. Whether that be Miss Peanut or like that's what I'm saying. Jamaican I'm nut. I'm saying ritual. I'm saying time travel. You're saying he comes back to life. Yeah, like Brian and Family Guy. I'm saying they piece him back together again, like Humpty Dumpty. You're both wrong. A successful Humpty Dumpty. Mr. Peanut. He's too classical. He's too 1914. The year Mr. Peanut was created. Then why is Monopoly still around? Well, yeah. You don't see Mr. Monopoly just getting capped by another car. (laughs) They capped him, but it was set up by his son. They're going to bring in Mr. Peanut Jr. Mr. Peanut secretly running like a crime ring. No, it's Mr. Peanut Jr. Now, Mr. Peanut Jr. is my bet. However, to elaborate on what I wish they would do is just bring in this hipster peanut who's like, my dad's company's mine now, Millennial and now I own peanut. all these peanuts. It's the pistachio okay, ad. Boomer. Oh, it's going to be a pistachio. Mr. Pistachio. <laughs> do they make pistachios yet, planters? No, they have not. Oh, man, that's exactly what it is. It's Mr. Pistachio. Mr. Pistachio. Mr. Almond. They just make nut people. I want to see Knives <laughs> Out, but instead it's Mr. Peanut. Yeah, I, I honestly think they're going to bring in 
Mr. Peanut's son, and he's probably going to be like a hipsterish version. So you're saying specific group? You Nick, you're saying Mrs. Peanut? Yes. Or and more diverse Peanut? Yes. Like Mr. Garrett, Mr. Peanut, who wouldn't own slaves? You're saying? Oh man! <laughs> you're saying his son? Yeah, I'm saying it's going to be his cool hip son. Okay, so if it's a daughter, who wins? You or Nick? Nick, because it's more diversified. It's more politically like okay here's it's not like a straight white peanut <laughs> you know i get what you're saying yeah I, you get what i'm saying it's not like oh here's another male mascot with a top more, hat yeah I got it's you. not mr monopoly just right. in peanut form nut boy so we'll establish that on uh on the super bowl i guess we're gonna talk about the super bowl ads when it comes around too there's we'll rank them we'll rank them we gotta watch the super bowl and we gotta rank which commercials are best. All right. And we can hash it out on the show. You know what's related to the Super Bowl, Garrett? Sports! Yeah! Nick! Yeah! Let's talk some sports. I have a lot here. I know. I, I took notes. Week. It's on her Instagram story right now if you want to look at my notes. No. Matt Murray was booed. He got Bronx boos, they call them, after giving up two goals early to the Boston Bruins. He then made a save, and uh, they sarcastically clapped for him. Please clap. They were like, yeah, yeah. And then Evgeny Malkin and others were outspoken against this, saying that it was stuff that Philadelphia fans do, not Pittsburgh fans. <laughs> Wait, who, who tweeted that? Evgeny Malkin like said that he said oh. he didn't like it, and then there was comparisons made that you know, I'm not sure if Malkin said or not, but people were saying you know that's something that happens in Philadelphia, not Pittsburgh. Philadelphia is becoming Pittsburgh of the East. Oh, I didn't like I that one. Bit. I don't like that. Well, no, they have a ton of like Pittsburgh players. That's been a trend on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Neil know, Walker but... actually I think just got signed to the Phillies too, so they basically have the 2013 Pirates in uh, Philadelphia. Wait, speaking of the uh, Phillies. Wait, a team that was almost good? I don't know if you wrote this down. I just looked at our Instagram story. But uh, what about – I can't think of his name. That monster from Gritty. the Flyers. Gritty. What's going on with him, Garrett? Allegedly walloped a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it was oh. already dropped, I've heard. No. I don't think it's Someone told yet. me it was, and I didn't want to look it up because, frankly, I don't care. I just thought it was funny. I'll, I'll look it up. But what the story was was um, – I heard – now, correct me if I'm wrong – he took a picture with the fan, and the fan didn't like something. Like, he wasn't looking at the camera or something, which is stupid because Gritty has googly eyes. <laughs> and then Gritty just, like, whap. Just walloped him. Um, the Washington Post released the story. That the quote that they used is, Gritty did nothing wrong. And first of all, he exists. So that statement's inherently <laughs> false. Uh, oh, Gritty hit yeah, the police fan. are still investigating. So I wanted to make sure that was out of the way before I accused this uh this orange Elmo monstrosity of, but essentially the story goes, he <laughs> originally it was push, but now it has moved on to punch. I think he hit him with the shoulder like McGregor did. No, they're saying that gritty walloped this 13 year old in the face. Yeah. With the shoulder. Hey. He just hit him four times with the shoulder in 40 seconds. And that kid was done. <laughs> that 13 year old couldn't take it. But uh, it was it's under police investigation. The Philadelphia Flyers went, no, didn't happen. 
How do they know? Well, <laughs> exactly. Who's like, watching? They're like, oh, no, we did an internal investigation. Nothing happened. And the police <laughs> went, we have reason to investigate Gritty punching a 13-year-old. What if, like, what do you do? That would be because like if Iceberg just walked up to some 12-year-old kid and kicked him. So only the flyers know who was in that costume. But to the rest of the world, this it's persona. Just yeah, it's this, just Gritty, the this person. This persona just decked a kid. That's the You're going to have to kill Gritty off like you killed Mr. Peanut. You're going to have to replace him. Well, thank God. I mean... <laughs> In, in the world of mascots that need to be replaced, Iceberg, not one of them. No. Great. Iceberg's awesome. Great. Iceberg's never punched a kid. Great mascot. To our knowledge. Great design. Yeah. Then we have people like Riddy, and I'm going to go a step further, Romo, who need to be replaced. Hey, you keep I, that heresy out of your mouth. Listen, I work live sports, and whenever Romo runs behind me and it sounds like T-Rex is <laughs> like. What was that? <laughs> T-Rex. That's how you were choking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I give Romo one thing. Romo, if you're listening or whoever plays you, please, he gets for the love of God. Wait a minute. Hang on. You. Oh, special yes. oh, guest. Yeah. Special guest, Andrew Ostrowski. Big fan of Philadelphia sports. Andrew, uh, why don't you have a seat? Sit down by Nick. We well, need like you, a minute of your mic. time. I You can leave right after this is done. For reference, he walked in in a Phillies jacket as well. What happened with Gritty? Well, uh, some idiot 13-year-old kid thought that Gritty punched him in the back. If I was that kid and Gritty actually punched me in the back, I'd be honored. That kid is now, <laughs> that kid is now hated by all of Philadelphia. All of Philadelphia wants that kid dead. There's no doubt. Like, gr Gritty could do whatever he wanted to me. So okay, so like, you're you're not saying I'll take it that far. <laughs> okay, you're you're not saying that Gritty is guilty, but you're saying even if he is, he should just be forgiven. Yeah. So like, we don't we not don't. even forgiven because nobody thinks that Gritty was in the wrong here. <laughs> Only that kid and what, his dad who wants money out of this. What did this kid do to deserve getting hit by Gritty? Probably existed. That's it. <laughs> That's what Garrett said about Gritty. He was born and Gritty. Gritty was there at the. Uh, the OR table when he was birthed, hit him there. He's like, I know this kid. Got to hit him again 13 years later. <laughs> Are you implying that Gritty is either A, a surgeon, or B, God? <laughs> Gritty can be everywhere at any time. Have That's you seen the him? Thing. <laughs> is this what goes on in the, Philadelphia? The best part about this is that the Gritty, the mascot, is being accused of this, not the person inside <laughs> the suit. <laughs> You're, we're going to see Gritty, just the costume in prison. Not even, not even a person. Gritty's going to have to pay for the sins of the man who plays him. Now, do you think Gritty might get epstein if he does go to jail? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Gritty's, Gritty's Im immortal. He's like the Grimace. Yeah. Nothing or, can or kill the pretty Grimace. Much you ever notice how Grimace Orange is Grimace with the belly button ring. Grimace isn't around anymore, Garrett. But you can't kill him. That's true. Yeah, we were just talking about mascots and uh, Gritty punching a kid came up. Uh, also, Romo being a T-Rex. Okay. I don't think he. I don't think he knew what to do with oh, that information. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> if I just got thrown no. into this conversation, I, I wouldn't know what to do. With I, that. I said I mascots. We need to get rid of gritty, Romo. Yeah, Romo's gray face is uh, something else. Yeah, it's it's creepy. He's like <laughs> he's, a revenant. Yeah. Look, and he's all right. The, the man's he, he been like, around since like colonial times. He looks good for that age. Well, he probably died, and the morgue just put some uh, makeup on him, like you know, like funeral home do that. How's he walk? It's like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, the weekend at Bernie. 
a colonial he took, soldier. He took some of Gritty's power, and now he's alive. Again. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, he was around before Gritty. I told you. Why Gritty does it Bronze Bob move? <laughs> Bronze yeah. Bob does move. You just don't see it. He does it at night. I like to think Bronze Bob is a real guy, and he's just really good at being. Like, you know how like you have those those New York street performers yeah, yeah. that are like statues. Bronze that they Bob jump is at real. You? He's just that good. Wow. Well, Ostrowski, thank you for being here on short notice. You're welcome. We appreciate you. Best of luck to you and your city. We hope that Gritty doesn't get imprisoned. Not the guy in the suit, but the mascot himself. Yeah, I, I hope they just throw the costume into prison. Hashtag free Gritty. Surprise guest. He has no clue what he just did, and that's my favorite <laughs> part of that. Uh, but before uh, Ostrowski came in, Robo makes more money than you do working for the academic media. Oh, no, I believe it. I just wish he wouldn't stand in front of the camera shots. You know, he, he has, like, you, you have to schedule him. He has, like, a representative. He is basically his own union. That's right. He gets better working rights than the members of the academic media center. And that's the statement. Antonio Brown has a warrant oh. for his arrest now, speaking after of he apparently threw a rock <laughs> at a delivery truck that was bringing furniture to his house from another house. Wasn't his fitness trainer with him? I think so. Um, it said in the ESPN article that his associates, not his friends, his associates, like he's a lawyer, held him back. I mean, granted, they probably went up to him and went, are you friends with him? And they went, no, we're just associates. Like, who, who, yeah, wants, to, who so wants to be friends with Antonio Brown anymore? I don't know. So what I found kind of – People that want to be arrested. What I found kind of interesting is uh, I was on Twitter earlier, and they actually had a Pittsburgh helicopter – over the house i here's the uh, he's just holed up in his house right now correct as we are recording this he's just held up in his house i believe um let um me, let me look it up look, look. Uh, maybe he's making tweets like trump regardless some, some information that i want to throw out at the moment is um i mean yesterday he tweeted they want my name slandered one thing that i want to throw out there is that for the longest time, I was thinking, man, it's just kind of funny to dog on Antonio Brown because he's literally just not altogether. He's just a bad guy. But then today I was talking to uh, Brandon Aylman and Jack O'Brien, some of my uh, coworkers and friends, and Brandon raised a good point. This guy might be suffering from CTE. Yeah, we've all thought that. We've all thought that. For like months. I didn't think it until just now. And it was like now. jokingly at first, but now it's like, no, this is probably like, this well, he, is probably it. I think the reason I didn't think he was suffering from CTE until just now was because none of this really started to be severe until after he was out of the league, right? Yeah. So it's like when you have everything, the NFL well, he had is a like lot of outbursts him, right? and stuff when he was at the Steelers even. Like this might've been a thing for a while. But those weren't as crazy. He well, threw a couch out of a house. Well, no, no, no. With <laughs> the Steelers, right. yeah. a lot of people brought up a good point of they tried to keep it under wraps for as long as possible. Once it started to go public, that's whenever he left the Steelers. I feel like a lot of this started after that hit during that Perfect, Bengals game. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm sick of talking about him, to me be too. quite honest with you. It's something different every week. I mean, he might be going to prison. He refused to pay the bill and was Yeah, $4,000. I have to give credit where credit oh. is due. Oh, uh, I wish I just had $4,000. That people delivery costs more than my whole bank account. Yeah. What are the chances he didn't have money to pay that delivery, and that's why he didn't pay the movers? Well, I mean, he never no. paid his chef a long time ago, and he was still making NFL money. Okay, so, <laughs> so maybe he's just a bad guy. He just guy. doesn't like paying people money. Um, it's really what it comes down to. Jack O'Brien, and I'm going to drop his name in here because I have to give credit where it's due. He has a theory that 
we are going to get an OJS no, 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 car no, no. chase. That's no. Me and him both came up with that. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, we thought well of then, it at the same time, and I just let him keep talking. Well, he just said it, and I, he, that's why I went with it. But, yeah, OJS car chase, Nick Hederick and Jack O'Brien during the Super Bowl, Antonio Brown and, and the police. And we lay that whole thing out on the Straight Ed Sports podcast, which yeah. you can listen to literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Be sure to give that a listen. Thanks. we got to get Where's the News on Spotify soon, question mark? Yeah, we're working on it. Hashtag bring Doc into the UPMC event center. Hashtag bring Doc into the UPMC. Men's basketball plays tonight at St. Francis, Brooklyn. A.J. Brahma was recently announced the NEC Player of the Week for the men's team, as was Isabella Posset of the women's team. So Army basketball occupying both spots for NEC Player of the Week this week, which is pretty cool. Both teams doing pretty well. The men's team went 3-1 and one in a four-game homestand. Yeah, four-game homestand. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> double get uh, double guess myself. <laughs> Women's team went four and zero. They're uh, Nick the, the men's team wrong? has won, uh, lost one game in conference play. Women's team is undefeated, um, so they are both you know kicking butt right now, which we don't want to jinx anything, but that's good to see. Women's hockey plays Lindenwood should be, I would I would say two wins for them. Hopefully Lindenwood, not too good of a team. I like to think. The Colonials get on the winning path again after losing to Syracuse and getting shut out for the first time in conference play last weekend in their Saturday matchup. Men's hockey plays AIC, a team just ahead of them in the Atlantic hockey uh, standings. So that will be a big weekend for them. Next week, they will go to Arizona State very far away and play the Sun Devils in a weekend series. And women's basketball plays Long Island in St. Francis, Brooklyn over the weekend and into next Monday. So that is what I have. Uh, did either of you want to up uh, contribute anything to that? Any questions for the master? Uh, no, I don't have anything really Thank sport, you. colonial sports related. Um, however, RMU TV does have things colonial sports related. We're about to shoot the first episode of this semester of Colonial Sports Center, so be sure to check in for RMU TV for that this week. Whenever this episode goes out, I did a VO for sports, which was kind of cool. I don't really do a whole lot for sports. So, yeah. Also, Check uh, it out for that. keep an eye out on my social. I'm going to be taking photos at Men's Hockey Saturday. Yeah, Garrett, your A&E guy is out here doing sports. Uh, I'm going to share some of the photos with you guys, so uh, keep an eye out for that. And the Where's the News goes to hockey. This is truly the renaissance of Where's the News. Well, yeah, it's just... I gotta do. I it for forgot. Nick forgot. Pirates are gonna unveil new jerseys. Oh, what it, are you expecting? It, uh, tomorrow, actually, which means they'll be uploaded already. Now, here's another tip. But it was rumored, and they just tweeted four minutes ago this little video showing little parts of the logo because Nike is making MLB jerseys now, not Majestic. Huh. And it says tomorrow, meaning Friday, January twenty fourth. We should also have updates soon because. This one is actually a story that I've been working on with uh, Pittsburgh Magazine for. Uh, they're going to be making some fan updates, like quality of life stuff, to PNC Park. And we've seen so far from, like, helicopter, like, they didn't want to reveal it. But, like, some dude in a helicopter went, <laughs> look, I got it. Um, that they replaced it, the majority, like, a big portion of the seats because they've been cracked and, like, horrible because I think the last time they replaced them was 2014, was it? I don't remember it. 
you'll be able to catch the full article whenever we have more details, but they're going to be coming out, they said before the season starts, so sometime really soon, uh, about stuff in ways that are updating PNC Park, and I can touch on that whenever I get the full article out. Nice. Well done, Garrett. Sports. That's all I had. All right. I guess that's going to transition us over to news. Cue up the hip-hop music that Garrett uses for transitions. Now, John, where's the news? Well, Garrett, the news is in State College. Uh, Last week we talked about Penn State. Uh, things did not get any better from when we talked about them. According to KDK, officials at Penn State have suspended the Alpha Epsilon Pi fraternity following reports of an alleged sexual assault. The fraternity is on interim suspension while State College Police and the University's Office of Sexual Misconduct Prevention and Response investigate. So really, not too much to add here from what we talked about last week, but I definitely felt the need to sort of toss out that uh, information considering we talked about it and this is sort of where it ended up. Thank you. Uh, Just to add sort of all sides of this story, a spokesperson for the fraternity released a statement Tuesday saying, we became aware of these allegations this afternoon. I don't remember when this story was written. Um, This was on January 22nd they said this. Um, We became aware of these allegations this afternoon and are cooperating fully with the investigations of the university administration and local authorities. Obviously, the alleged incident is absolutely anti-ethical to our fraternity's ideals and values. We will provide more comment upon the conclusion of the investigations. So stay tuned with us for Where's the News um, to see sort of how this goes. I feel like this is probably going to be a long-lasting story, something that we're going to have our eyes on for a little while. And I believe you had an idea for a story. Are you working on that with... Um, I'm not sure if I'm like how I'm going to approach this. I might do it for a class and then it'll end up on Century or if I'll just put it up on Century uh, starting soon. You but should put it up on Century before the class because I know which class you're talking about and she'll be angry if you don't post it. Well, well I know. It's going to get posted to Century regardless. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm, I was thinking about talking to RMU fraternities and RMU student conduct to sort of see how do we avoid doing this? Do we avoid doing this? It's not something that I've heard a lot about, so I'm assuming we do a pretty good job at avoiding it. I mean, there's always allegations at any campus. Usually half are have some semblance of truth, half of them have are completely false by people like just you know, it, that's how chatter works. Yeah. But uh the RMU Greek life community has repeatedly said that th- they are Greek life done right and they don't do hazing and stuff, so in general, our campus doesn't have hazing issues. I, I've never heard any reports of it. No. But still, that's why we're looking into it. Maybe there's something under our nose. Yeah, you gotta. You always gotta sniff out a story. Sometimes you sniff out a story and it's just a piece of paper. Sometimes you sniff out a story and there's a whole book. Um, also, sort of just to recap on what we talked about last week, the Trump impeachment trials are underway. Those okay. are sort of just. Okay. Go ahead, Garrett. Take it away. There's some really weird facts that came about this. They've lost me with this stuff. I feel the same way. I have no clue what's going on. It's my job to be focused on the news here, but there's just so much going on. I can't keep up with it. First of all, people on Twitter, ridiculous. 
they're like how dare this democrat come in and just say that trump is guilty not knowing how a court proceeding works the prosecutor is supposed to go this person is guilty and the defense goes no they're not that's how a court works there were a lot of people on Twitter acting that you way. You can say that for both sides, though. Yeah, like, the, people need to be more educated on this stuff. If you are listening to Where's the News for your full coverage, don't listen to us. Go read a book. Go <laughs> go listen to, like, lawyers. We are very... We're seeing it from a journalist standpoint. You need to see it from a legal standpoint. We're seeing it from unprofessional journalist well i mean semi-professional but we're not experts out here we're yeah i'm i got out of politics because it makes me really really just unhappy that's sort of what i did i mentioned a political opinion yesterday and somebody in the newsroom started to like spurg out on me but that's why for the most part i mean it's unavoidable at points. Right now, we're at a time in history where politics is unavoidable because it's huge when something like this is going on. So and, we have to talk about it. And as journalists, we're going to be reporting on the 2020 election. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out for that. That's going to be something we work towards throughout this year. That is, probably won't be for a little bit later. Well, I want to start working on some stories, starting to cover some candidates and getting a pulse from RMU this semester. So whenever we move into next semester, we have how campus feels and we can talk to them a little bit more but th that's getting real serious this entire impeachment is getting really complex they're bringing in witnesses they're they're doing the process it's beyond me what's also beyond me is the milk the milk apparently multiple senators had milk they just brought in glasses of milk Okay, what's wrong with that? People thought it was some sort of political statement. I like milk. Apparently, the only thing you can have in a Senate trial, other is, than water... Is milk. Is milk. I saw this today. There's no laws against it, and that's the only reason they do it. People kept seeing during the trial, people would reach down, pull up a glass of milk and sip out of it, and they thought it was some sort of cult ritual. Because and they're like, oh, is Nancy Pelosi like sneaking something? And she was eating yogurt contraband apparently the senate has pages like not like you know oh you know flip a page no they have like pages in the night sense of the word like the medieval page and they just were bringing in glasses of milk I, and this is what people were concentrating on rather than what people were talking about in the trial i don't even know what to say anymore and that's why I, i'll never dive too in depth with it on the show i mean it obviously needs to be presented the the facts there need to be spoken about but man it's just so messy it's uh, the, the it's impeachment spectacle the impeachment's messy there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we will never understand <laughs> as we get closer to the election maybe that's a topic we want to talk about just dive in deep yeah, into you're it. like 10 months ahead here well, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of the future of where's the news. We don't even know who the Democratic candidate's going to be. I don't want it to be Bernie or Joe. Senator Bernie's it. Yeah. Who, who's uh, Hillary Clinton said no one likes him. Well, Hillary Clinton's making His a lot wife of, likes him, though, he said. Uh, I think Gabbard's, <laughs> Gabbard's suing her, too. Like, oh, is that what her name is? She's, I could go on all day about the Clintons, and I'm not even a Republican. But so. she said, like... I think it's Tulsi Gabbard. I think that's what her name is. Is suing Hillary Clinton because she said something mean as well. Independent baby. 
Like, uh, at this point, the way to roll. Hillary is becoming kind of what Trump was saying. Like, she's getting real, like, Sassy. Palpatine-y. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, trust me, Trump's no better. But, like, once Raising again. Clinton. Once again, it's politics just, they make people angry. Somebody spurred out on me because I was, like, just using hyperbole to talk about politics. I was entirely saying things to you. Oh, really? Yeah. I was saying it to you. You weren't really paying attention, but it's because I was going like, I was clowning, I was clowning on you. Yeah. And just, he started throwing stuff around. I, I'm like, okay, so clearly. Oh, wait, I remember this interaction. Yeah. Okay. Was he, this who I think it was? Probably. Yeah, it, it's just, stuff like this is becoming toxic, even on campus. Like, people are like, oh, you're a Democrat? Oh, I don't want you near Well, me. if the parties aren't going to work together in real life, then no one that views one way or the other is going to get along either. Exactly. Because the parties are so extreme to their own thought processes that, you know, it's become, if they're not going to work together, then we're not going to see each other's views eye to eye either. Because the people representing these parties don't want to try to see where the other side's coming from, so their supporters aren't going to see where the other side's coming from either. It's the same conversation we've had on this show and in the newsroom and in our apartments before, and it is the same conversation. Garrett wasn't at the apartment. It is the same conversation we will continue to have probably for the rest of our lives and probably for those to come. Honestly. I don't know if like politics has never been like this, but growing up, I never remember politics being feel this the crazy yeah. until Trump was like in the mix. Yeah, I agree. As soon as he entered the mix, it's like having a perfectly fine jungle juice. It's like a fine jungle juice. You had all this stuff going in perfectly fine. And then somebody threw in a gallon of chocolate milk and went, I own it now. Like, that's exactly what happened. The Horse in the Hospital skit by John Mulaney is one of the most accurate portrayals of, like, how this news cycle is. Do you have any other news stories? I'm getting tired of talking about politics. Yeah, I am too. Um, Well, Nick actually just sort of showed one to me. I don't know if you still have it up. If not, I can... The new virus from China. The new Zika. The new Ebola. The new whooping cough tuberculosis. I don't even know what it's called, honestly. I just know it exists. Nick, you probably know more about this one than I do. Do you want to take take charge? No, I just saw it on Twitter that the disease is indeed in America. I think they said it was in Seattle. Now it's in Texas, at Texas A&M, apparently. So I don't know what all this disease encompasses, but we're going to find out. It's called coronavirus? Yeah, coronavirus. Coronavirus live updates. Okay, let's see what this has. Gary, you can just cut us doing research out. Or I can, depending on who touches this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in all honesty, the, it's a disease that they tried to keep in China. And it has spread to the United States. Like, they've been shutting down cities, not letting flights in and out. Like, you, it's a horrible example to use. It, it might be a little bit insensitive, but it's also a good way to understand how this works. If you've ever played Plague, Inc., on the hardest settings. Great game. Great game. Got me through high school and our iPads that we had from school. But you just, if you, they shut down everything. They're like, okay, we got to find a solution. Just like how they do in that game. But it's. That game's hard. Oh, yeah. And it leaked out. Now Texas A&M has it. Yeah, the uh, first American case, I believe. Well, it's possible case. They don't know quite yet if it's. Possible case. It, there's no confirmation. That's important to. Do state. we know? Do we know what this disease does? 
Um, I have not been up to date on what the disease does. Like, I just knew it was happening, and I knew that it was in the United States before we came in. Nick just narrowed it down in Texas A&M. I didn't know what it does, though. Uh, I don't know what it does still. So, after a little bit of research, the coronavirus is a virus that affects your upper respiratory system. And it's very mild, but often, like, it, in very rare cases, it can kill somebody. Okay. However, if you get it, you're at that risk, and that's what they're worried about. Got it. So, and obviously, anything respiratory is pretty contagious. It also causes diarrhea in cows and pigs, but... Our friend Jack, who I mentioned earlier in the episode, has been coughing like crazy lately. And... Do we need to quarantine Jack? At, Maybe. I was in, in this ri- same room with him yesterday for an hour, and I oh was getting God. scared. The radio room becomes quarantine. You better not quarantine my radio room. Garrett, congratulations. Uh, I'm the president the of the radio. And I'm the program director of the See, radio. See, but when you just tell that to a lay person that doesn't know, do you know who they're going to think is higher up? Me. <laughs> okay, then why? He's got a point. Then you could have all the problems come to you. I don't want that. I'm just saying when I need to switch the way things work to support my arguments, I will do so. And I hope you know me as a person and would expect nothing less. Anyways, uh, they say if you have flu-like symptoms and you have some upper respiratory-like specific symptoms, you should go to the emergency room immediately. Jack, if you're listening. (laughs) Jack O'Brien, we're going to take you to the hospital. Um, O'Rourke's going to take our guns, and we're going to take Jack to the hospital. Oh, that's a good story, too. What's that? Um, Recently, a Pittsburgh church, uh, I believe it it was in Homewood, did a gun buyback program. Okay. And within an hour, they had a $5,000 pot to buy back guns. Within an hour, they were sold out. Hmm. They couldn't give people more money for their guns. The people of Homewood were... Excited for the gun buyback program, and we're giving them to the church to just get them out of the community. And then later in the day, the community raised $2,500, and they bought back more guns from the community. A lot of people say, oh, uh, American gun buybacks wouldn't work. That's that's stupid. It wouldn't work. But in Homewood, we're kind of seeing that work on like a local level. Were there any protesters in that area? Yes, and if you went on social media, you would see that there were people going, oh, they're stupid. Why would I sell my guns to the church? You know, uh, you, you know the typical... To pe- shoot away the demons. Well, yeah. Ever heard of the Crusades? <laughs> I don't think they were taking, like, AR-15s into the Crusade. They were walking in with kids. Not yet. They were using children for warfare. I don't know if we can keep that in there, but that's your call. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, we're talking about the Crusades. They sent kids into warfare. Before you knew it, AR-15s and kids would become synonymous. Okay. That one. That That one on the other hand. That's getting a little bit spicy there. (laughs) We should end that line right there. Uh, But, yeah, it's good to see on a local community level some success in that. We talked about that previously being a thing, like guns being kind of an issue. There's a lot of guns even in the Pittsburgh area. The fact that Homewood sold, like, they wasted most of their money within, like, an well, they didn't waste it, but, like, they ran out of money within an hour, kind of impressive. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's sort of interesting to see some, 
don't want to say action because again the the solution to these problems is always a a very blurry line but it's interesting to see something like this actually taking place just because it's been a topic for so long and some areas are deciding okay this is the side of the argument we're taking this is how we're going to go about trying to solve the problem whether you agree with it or not i think it's just kind of nice to see something finally happening mm -hmm. i would feel the same way on the other side of the argument just any action is action at this point that was one thing we said a lot last semester is that something needed to be done so this is a start for that and you know like i said no matter what side this is a this is a start to move forward and i am happy about that So with that, I think we will wrap up our news portion. And so, uh, cut out the end in this, so. And just sort of go over our century posts for the week per usual. And then also at the end, we'll have a uh, little bit of an announcement. But before that, Garrett, why don't you get started? Oh, I'm doing a lot this week. Uh, I'm editing, where's the news? <laughs> wow, your job. Uh, for Century, we have a couple of articles in the works. We're going to have a list of all the concerts coming to the UPMC Center this year. I say year because we're going to just keep continually updating the list. Is Doc in one of them? Uh, listen, UPMC Event Center, if you get Doc in, I'll totally be there. You know, just saying. What a tempting offer. <laughs> well, I mean, it would appeal to the student base. Even though we had to tell Simi who Dawkin was. Yeah, we're we're gathering a rally for <laughs> Dawkin. We're gonna have an army. The uh, an army's a bad word, but we're gonna have a strong group of supporters for Dawkin to the UPMC Event Center. UPMC Event Center, if you're listening, no, this is what the people are asking for. But we're gonna have a list that kind of has all that in one place, so we don't have to continually update with articles. That way we can just send out the list again, be like, hey, we have some updates here. I like that. Um, additionally, we have coverage of the gallery. That should be going out sometime this weekend, if not tomorrow. And then thinking in the future, we have a Humans of RMU on the way. About who? It'll be about Richard Zapp, the president of the eSports team. Well, not the coach of the eSports team. Wow, I flubbed that one real bad. Nice. But... Uh, He's a real interesting guy. Previously went by the gamer tag Zapdos. So that's kind of cool. I dig it. Yeah, he, he snagged that name. Um, what else do we have? We have a you have two articles from me. Yeah, we have two John Blaine articles. You might have one from me. We might have Nick Hederick. We do have a everything you need to know about the UPMC Event Center. That one's been on my desk for a while. Uh, Soma wrote Zachary Soma our copy editor wrote an article about Mac Miller circles that's going to go out probably tonight I'm probably going to get that one out like as of recording this oh the day I finally put out my opinion piece you're going you're gonna to put that out <laughs> and then I have uh, a couple of articles from Pittsburgh oh, magazine going out this week uh, we have if you want to just kind of see some of my outside work follow my Twitter at Century Roberts. I'll tweet out the articles as they come out. 
But uh, I did a real cool story on Converse, the new Converse line coming out that has a uh, – it's all about NBA players who kind of broke down the color barrier in the NBA. And the, what's the line called? But I kind of focus on Chuck Cooper, who's from Duquesne. Gary, you never told them what Nick and I are writing. Because that's not his well, job. Why don't you tell them what you're writing for A&E? Uh, for A&E, I went to the AJR concert this week, so I'm going to write about I that. I have my first crutch. There, <laughs> there it is. Uh, did you get one last week? Did you sing last week? No. You didn't sing? I might have. I know I sang Dawkins for a little bit, but I that's your thing. Anyway, I'm going to be writing about the AJR concert probably. Maybe I haven't pitched it in Kamiak yet. We'll see what happens. I just write it. And then I have a Blin review going up Whoa! on the movie 1917. A little bit late, but it's going to go up with a news like article. 100 years. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Me and John watched The Lion King. Yeah, that was a good time. Why did you oh, wait the new one? No. No, the old one. Oh, so you watched the animated one? Yeah, because it's awesome. What? Why? Because it's awesome. You, you just sat there. Akuma Matata. Two grown men watching The Lion King. Three, four. What? Four grown men. Oh, yeah. There was four of us. It's a double date. Anyway. <laughs> um, so that 1917 review should go up with a news piece from Mike Delahanty about a Robert Morris professor who introduced the film at a local family theater. Oh, baby. We have... Our friends down at the Tull Family Theater. We have words from the Tull Family Theater and also... Well, not yet, but they're in the process of doing so. And we have words from the professor herself. So very excited to put that one out. We will also have a article about RMU's Day of Service. Students spoke... Well, I'm trying to get students to speak out about their experiences on that one, but nobody's emailed me back yet. However, we have heard from the Office of Residence Life and from the various organizations that students uh, reached out to and volunteered for. So I'm excited to put those in there. Along with that, I will be interviewing tomorrow, as of Friday the 26th, or wait, no, the 24th, sorry, with several people from the university talking about a grant that RMU recently received to fight against opioid addiction. So that one I plan really on diving into. I want to talk to the police. I want to talk to students. And again, these university officials. Pretty excited to put that one out. But that one could be a little bit longer considering it's not really a time-sensitive one. And it is one that I really want to dive deep into. Um, Sonu is still working on a piece talking about the Australia fires. That should be wrapped up soon. Overall, a lot of stuff in news, a lot of stuff in depth that I'm excited to share because... I'm really just liking the the way we're approaching stories this year. Oh, yeah, because there hasn't been one done. Since November. Where's the news? What? Where's the news? It's it's The news is on its way. It's almost You yelled the, at me all last year for writing press releases. Now well, I'm writing hard-hitting stuff with opinions coming from all sides, north, south, east, and west. And you're like, well, where's, where's it at? Well, no, I will say just reposting press releases is not writing an article. Exactly. Right, scanning the press release and forming something else. That that is the article. Yeah, that's what we did last. Putting year. a personal spin on it because that's what I do <laughs> professionally. Yes. So it's a good skill to learn for all you aspiring journalists. Yes. There's nothing wrong with doing that, the but I'm just saying, Gary. Come here to learn. Gary used to to tease me about doing that all the time. <laughs> really? Because you tease me about living, just existing. 
All right, Nick, let's wrap this one up with you. Well, are you two done reading your Miranda rights over there? Jesus Christ. <laughs> took like 20 minutes. Um, we had an opinion piece go out today. Uh, me and John Hanna, the assistant editor uh, for the sports section. Uh, three uh, opinions of things that might happen this semester in RMU sports. Sports. Bold predictions, if you will. You have a couple features in the work. Uh, one with the hockey team. Uh, Jordan Redinger, the sports copy editor, is also... I believe going to start working on something in regards to the RMU athletic trainers. And on top of that, we are looking for more um, opinion and feature pieces to go up as well. As we approach the launch of the new sports website, I think things are looking up. Things are looking up because I think now everyone's starting to see the importance of getting this new content instead of just recaps and previews. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen I'm here. feeling a lot of ambition here in this room. Now, did you ever get anyone to cover that one sports story I sent to the you? The sport? No. no. Oh, that reminds me. Garrett wrote a, uh, a news piece. Or he's, he's going to, at least. He covered it tonight. Oh, yeah. That, uh, oh, the School of English and Humanities announced they just had a celebration of the renaming of their school and kind of made some formal announcements about the leadership. There you go. So there's a lot planned. Jeez, you two never shut up. I might be writing a sports article since nobody picked it up either. I don't even know about Oh, no, yeah, I do. I mean, I have the kids' email, so. Yeah, that would be fine with me. Call it a day. To wrap things up, one of the things that helped us get through yesterday's disputes on whether or not that ginger ale was really $5 was a bond that is truly like no other. The bond formed by men who eat Big Shot Bob's wings together. I am more than pleased to announce that next week, the owner of the Coriopolis Big Shot Bob's will be joining us for Where's the News. Even Matt Simkovic, who is not in this room, but instead outside the window, is applauding at that news. Mr. Big Shot, I just want to tell you one thing right now if you happen to listen to this before you come on to this program. I never thought I would eat wings that were better than Buffalo Wild Wings. It's because Buffalo Wild Wings isn't that good. What? I don't know why you thought that Buffalo Wild Wings isn't that good. Can you just let me finish? Yeah, I'll let you finish. Jeez. Listen, I I love wings. Wings are probably my favorite food. Yes, they're boneless, the ones I eat. I don't like working hard to eat food. I go to food, and it's like a luxury. I like eating food, okay? Okay. I enjoy it, and I don't think I need to work at it. I just started eating, you know, peanuts and stuff like that where you crack shells because I don't like working to eat my food. So I eat boneless wings. So take that as you will. But, Mr. Big Shot, let me tell you one thing. Your wings changed my life. They changed my life. Now, what happens to my body after I eat them, that's not important, (laughs) okay? There was a lot of time between myself and my toilet. But, Mr. Big Shot, your wings are fantastic, and it is going to be an honor and a privilege for the biggest interview of my journalistic career to be you, Mr. Big Shot. Thank you. Thank you for your service to the Coriopolis area and the Robert Morris area. I can't wait to meet you, sir. I don't like wings. Garrett, (laughs) you ruined it. You ruined the episode. It's over. The episode's over. Garrett ruined it. Goodbye.